Welcome back, guys. Episode 50 of what started this goddamn channel. Say what's real. And to me, with me tonight, back again for, I think, the fourth or third time. Doesn't matter to me because we love him here. Got Jay Fitty here. Hey, oh, here we are yeah. on episode 50. Jay Fitty in the Ooh. building. I didn't think of that. Look at that. <laughs> divine timing, divine alignment. Here, cheers, hey, yeah. Thanks for episode having me back, 50 bro. Episode 50 Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Just in the left thing. <laughs> <laughs> that actually, you blew my mind. <laughs> and it's not hard to blow my mind because I'm like, you know, super like skeptical of everything. But yeah, that was fucking crazy, dude. Dude, can I didn't you think make it, like it happen? That. Episode, like I said in the beginning, episode fifty, and hey, um, I haven't had to say what's real in a minute. So, for the people on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, this will be a longer episode. There won't be a second episode for this week. It's just gonna be this one. If you're looking forward to that, and yeah, um, these clips will be on TikTok, TikTok like they usually are. So if you want to clip on me, whoever, follow yeah. me, bro. Do what we gotta do, and uh, yeah, let's start off tonight's episode. So we got South by Southwest. Dude, just came back from fucking Texas. I'm going to let you get in there because that's... Now that you're saying that, now I know what you're talking about. So, yeah. 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 So, just flew back from uh, Austin, Texas. Uh, Got to perform at South by Southwest out at the Dada Lab. That's what I was originally booked for. So, like, I got booked to perform at South by for, like, one show. And um, I ended up getting to perform twice, bro. So, like... So, yeah, walk us through that. Yeah. So, dude, it was pretty insane. I was like looking for something to do because my performance was until 9 p.m. and I was like there all day. Like, and I was like, oh, I need something to do. So I'm like searching on Instagram trying to find something to do. And uh, I found out there was like a hip hop show going down at, uh, at the Soho Lounge, like right on 6th Street, like in downtown Austin, like the heart of downtown where shit's popping. I go out there at 11 whenever it's supposed to start. And like all these artists are outside, I'm like, hell yeah, time to like. Did you recognize any of them? No, no, no not no. at all. We're oh. all like technically like nobodies to each other because we're all from like different areas. Come to find out, you know, like this is like this huge melting pot of hip hop, bro. Like I met dudes from Denver, Baton Rouge, like South Carolina, like Jersey, New York, like all over the fucking place, Texas, obviously. Um, but yeah, it was insane. I just go out there, I'm like networking with all these dudes. Uh, this dude from Baton Rouge, Looper, I like was chopping it up with him. I was like, bro, you know where to get some tree? And he was like, oh, you trying to smoke? I was like, hell yeah. Like, and we're down in Texas. We're like, not supposed to be <laughs> smoking. He opens up his coat. I got tree. Dude, he had like a little pack of like five blunts. We like sparked up. We're walking around. And uh, yeah, I ended up finding some tree on uh, while we were walking around. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was just networking with people uh, at Soho until, uh, until I went to dada lab and during that time like while i'm waiting for uh, my performance at soho i'm meeting all these different artists and uh i got to meet the promoter that was throwing the show he was like yo if there's any artists that are like in the building that aren't supposed to perform tonight and you want to perform like come talk to me um that was your cue bro (laughs) bro and like i was like yeah let's go like and i'm trying to get this dude's attention he keeps like dodging me bro just dodging me i'm like looking him dead in his fucking eyes dude and then he'll just like all of a sudden he just shoom opposite way opposite way i'm like i'm gonna get this dude's attention and uh eventually like i just cornered him 
And I was like, hey, man, I'm trying to perform tonight. And he was like, yep, like, you know, like, uh, we're going to do it, like, near the end of the night. You'll be able to get on, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, I'm going to go perform at the Dada Lab, like, right now. And so I'll be back later. And fucking, so I go Uber out to the Dada, and, like, the DJ's not there, bro. Like, shit's running late. I'm like, I swear, if I miss my chance to perform at Soho, I'm going to be so mad. And so at the at the show, at the Own the Wave show, at the Dada, they just, like, was plugging in phones, bro. They're like, fucking, we're just going to run it off the phone, like, since the DJ wasn't there. And so... Did the uh, DJ ever come? Yeah, he came, like, right after I performed. Like, all of a sudden, he pulled up with all his equipment. But uh, what's the luck? Yeah, I, I was like, luckily I went second, bro, because I was like able to perform, meet like a couple artists that thought I was dope, and then Uber back to Soho, and so yeah, I met like at least a dozen artists at the dot out in a matter of like thirty minutes, you know, network crazy, kill it, and um, yeah, I Ubered back to Soho, and I'm like, I connect with Lou. I connected with Lou. I was like, hey, man, I'm back. Like, I'm ready. And he was like, all right, just wait on the side of the stage real quick, and then we'll get you uploaded. Uh, you know, go up there, plug so my was flash. That, was their equipment better than the Oh, yeah, equipment? dude, the sound was dope. And this was like a 300-person venue, and it was two. It's a two, like, yeah, there's an upstairs performance spot and a downstairs performance spot. So they had, like, technically two shows going on. And, uh, but I was going to get to perform like downstairs on the main stage, bro. And this shit was packed all day from like 11 till closing, 11 so a.m. You, you performed in front of people who, that's so bad. Bro, I, I performed in front of like 250 people, bro. Like all dudes that didn't know me and shit. And, uh, anxiety kicking in, bro. That's, no, I, it was, for me, I was, was ready, bro. I was ready because I've been watching these guys and like, bro, I've been, I've been doing so many fucking shows. I've sat through, thousands of performances and so at this point now whenever i sit through performances that aren't that great mm -hmm. like and i'm not being egotistical i've practiced so i've earned my right to say i'm a good performer you know and uh so like sitting through other people's like not so great performances only makes me like hungrier i'm like let give me the fucking mic bro like get out there give now. me the mic like i'm so tired of this like just let me perform bro I remember, so, uh, I remember the episode we did late with you last year um we were kind of like, when's the next show? When's the next show? Because you had, there was a like point in time where like you hadn't performed in a while. Yeah. And then now you're just on like a fucking bender. Just a tear, bro. Yeah. Ever since the summer, just been boom, 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 having them go. And uh, yeah, bro. So like the night's going on. I, I, I grab the stick. I get it to DJ Smurf. And, uh, and fucking, I'm like waiting my turn, bro. Waiting my turn. Like it's like one o'clock rolls around. And like in the, the morning. And, yeah. Oh, sure, and, the, sure. and bro, I'm like, the, like it's getting late because the venue closes at two bro because like that's when the bars close and everything venue closes at two and like all of a sudden it's like 115 and lou looks me in the eyes and he like waves me over he's like hey man like we're probably gonna have to cut your set like you're not gonna be able to perform because i gotta get my artist on this on the shit and blah 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 Fuck. and i just look this dude and i'm just like bro i'm from seattle my song is two minutes and this is what the fuck i do like i promise you it'll be worth it and he just was like, he's chewing his gum, man. He's like, all right, you're on next. And I was like, Hell yeah. let's fucking go. Like, <laughs> like, I'm so hyped, bro. And uh, yeah, I go up there and do clairvoyance. I'm like jumping on the fucking speaker. And like these dudes, prolific posse from Denver, they were fucking with me because, you know, I showed them love too. And like crowds getting into it. And uh, I look back at Lou and he's just like lit the fuck up, like hyped that I'm like killing it and shit. 
And uh, yeah, pretty much, you know, put on a great little performance. Crowd went crazy. He fucking, you know, gave me hella daps on stage afterwards. And uh, he offered me a three show tour. Like, fucking, it, they're like, I can choose the cities. There's like Houston, Dallas, fucking Sacramento, like Denver, oh. Charlotte. Like, so you go with him and his artist? Yeah, like everybody that's going to be. You have on to pay little... for it though, huh? I mean, it's. Well, I mean, yeah, as long as I get over there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, bro, it was it's a fucking that, yeah. insane experience, bro. And I didn't even get a hotel. It was like a 24 hour thing, right? So, like, I flew out Friday night at like 11 p.m. And uh, I showed up in uh, Texas at like 6 in the morning. And so I like sleep on a fucking chair, like in the airport, like just like this pretty much like a couple hours wake up and i'm like up until fucking two in the morning and And then uh, you have to fly back and then i had to fly like my flight was at like six in the morning right so i I finished performing and i uh catch a uber to the to the airport i get to the airport at like 2 15 bro and all of a sudden i see it's like the checkpoints don't open till 3 30 in the morning and so i was like what the fuck am i supposed to do for like an hour and a half so i found like a plug-in bro uh, on the wall, like on the floor and shit. So I'm like just sitting up against this wall with my phone plugged in, and like I don't even remember falling asleep. I fucking fall asleep, and I wake up to like all these people like rushing to the checkpoint because it's open now, and like I'm, I was like kind of drunk from like, <laughs> and so like I like, but I'm passed out on the airport yeah. floor, bro. I wake up, I'm like sleeping on my side and shit. I thought you were gonna start riding 4 p.m. in Texas, man. <laughs> dude. It was so bad. I was like literally sleeping on this dirty ass fucking airport floor, bro, just from being so goddamn tired. And uh, I'm like groggy as shit, trying to walk to the checkpoint. And here's these two dudes that I met <laughs> at oh, the on the wave that. show. They're like, "How was your floor nap, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how embarrassing, Everybody bro. Everybody hits up on the floor, bro. How fucking embarrassing <laughs> to just, like, you just see this dude with, like, a fanny pack just pass the fuck out on an airport floor. <laughs> you you no lucky, jacket, brother. Bro, I'm, I'm actually like, glad no one stole your shit, dog. <laughs> yeah, that's that Southern hospitality, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're like, well, they don't have it up here. Well, I mean, the, poor, you know. like, I mean, imagine, like, are you going to steal somebody's shit if there's just a dude with just a T-shirt, shorts on, his phone plugged in, like, and he's passed out on the airport floor. Like he the way you describe it, that's the hottest commodity for bro, people up here. I, I probably they probably thought I didn't have shit on me. They're like, dude, this guy didn't even bring luggage. Like <laughs> they start giving you money. Like, bro, no, I'm not asking for money, dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, hey, I you wake up, up with, I'm good, dog. Wake up with money in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. thank God, dude. Yeah, I'm fucking broke. <laughs> Go get a fucking McGriddle or something, dog. Yeah. Do you feel like um, clairvoyance is like your your like go to showcase song now? yeah uh i think i think it just has the most grab you know what i mean like the fucking hook comes in and it's like you're gonna win a lot more people over that way um amante shot it right yeah amante yeah so which i feel kind of bad because we were supposed to do a review to that video and i remember we said we were going to do a review to that video but you got hella sick, bro. No, well, not only that. Well, but you, get, well you guys. Are I remember you like said we told you video? we were going to, and yeah, we were going so, to. Yeah. No, it's because you you had you said that it was going to be out on like. Um, oh yeah, the thirteenth. The thirteenth or something, and then it ended up coming yeah. out on New Year's. Yeah, because of that uh, that shit with um, 
cut, right? No, I think it was Cody, Cody Co. Oh, yeah, the yeah, Cody yeah. Co video dropped. And he I was reacted like, to the cut video. I was like, I have to drop this right now. And, like, thankfully I did. Because then all of a sudden, everybody from Cody Co. Just poof, pump, pumped it up. That's Boom. smart as fuck, though. Bro, but, I was like, everything works so perfectly with that shit, It's, like, bro. so petty of, of me, I guess. Because when I was talking to Andrew about, like, the possibility of, like, doing that and getting it out, I was like, bro, like, I hadn't had a haircut and my beard was looking like mad scruffy. And I was like, bro, <laughs> like, I cannot do it. Yeah, I was like, I can't get on camera right now. And so then a- like a week or so passes by and I was like, hey, like, did we miss our window to like make a reaction to this? Because I don't want to do like two weeks later and that's what kind of just ended up happening. I, I, I swear I thought it was because you were like, no, I think everybody that, at the house was like dying. I think and that might have been and- around the same time, yeah. But th- that was my reason for like why we didn't shoot it then. I was just like, yeah, bro, I can't get on camera right and, now. And by the way, I'm like the, I'm like the, not that I wouldn't have done the same thing, but I'm like the complete opposite, bro. Like if if I'm even if I'm sick, I'm like the show must go on. I know, and yeah. It, but that's I'm, not healthy. I've watched though. a couple of the podcasts yeah. where you're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing on my part, and maybe I shouldn't have done it. No, but I, I, I got like, a lot over. about your character, man. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. Like, it's about I, drive. It's about power. <laughs> <laughs> and take what's ours. <laughs> Sometimes Emily will be like, oh, hey, you shouldn't do it today. And I'm like, no, dude. Like, I, I feel like if I, my mind just like, if I miss this, it's going to, everybody's going everybody's gonna to be like, where is it at? And like, maybe they're not, but that's just me. So, I mean, at the end of the day, so, you know, you probably feel even worse if you like skipped out on it. It's like, damn, I'm sick. And I didn't get to upload. Like, mm-hmm. man, I'd feel double like shit. Well, one thing I try not to do is if I do still do it while I'm sick, I don't want to tell the audience as if I'm like trying to like make them feel bad. Like I still came. I still showed up. Right. You know, yeah. like, cause people like actual jobs do that too. Like, I mean, you know, did, did Jordan let them know he had the flu when he dropped 81 or whatever? Not from the documentary, right? Shit, I don't think he I mean? did. Sometimes didn't... you just got to flex. What do they say? At the gym? Sometimes you just got to do it how you do it. Yeah. Just to remind them that they can't do it at the level you do it at. <laughs> kind of. That had a little bit of Adam Sandler twang to it, dude. <laughs> the, Bro, the reason, that's my doppelganger. Yeah, I yeah. love Adam Sandler dog. <laughs> the, the reason I asked you that though is because I'm glad like people including yourself like have that like a like a track to like hey this is what i'm doing and like it's the best showcase of like yourself because I, I would probably say that would be because i've heard of like a lot of the the stuff you've done and i'll probably say like hey if i'm gonna put j fitty on a stage this is what i'm gonna try to like feed the people so Facts. i feel like that's dope and plus i've seen like a couple of like the i don't want to say fan made but like like someone in the stands like recording you perform it oh yeah and like i, I th- it, you know it'd probably be dope to see it in person like at a south by southwest show with like 300 and it, people and it also doesn't it, it also comes across like really genuine too because there's people who do those type of songs where it's just not for them yeah you know like you i've already told you this before but you kind of you blend with like you make it look real to like i'm when i'm watching it and hearing it I'm not like uh, no for you especially I'm like oh yeah that's that's actually hella fire because I couldn't make that work right like you you can still have bars but still have the energy but still have rhythm like not a lot of people can do that so and he's right when I see the people who record you yeah I'm like bro like just imagine being there bro, bro the fucking we almost started like a mosh pit at the Skylark last time that shit was hella funny I was like oh my god what's happening right now people, people <laughs> yeah, and, and now ever since the whole Travis Scott thing like now every rapper who performs now anybody drops hey get him some water they stopped the whole show they stopped the whole show are you show. guys good you're good be like bring him up here throw him yeah. on the guillotine yeah. it's fucking let off me get, with his head let oh, me give him cpr kidding. myself they start putting the mouth over the mouth like you know what yeah. i mean so oh my god 
Yeah, that shit's a. It's kind of they're over. Normal. They're over dramatic now. They're like, if somebody's just like, what would you oh, do? So like, I'm, I'm, I know that I think I know the answer. But like, if you had the chance to perform at like, uh, stuff that like, like, big industry people rap at, would that? How would you approach that? And how? And does that change the way? Like, for instance, um, I don't know the concert's name, so my bad, son. Because I should have, I should have looked it up. But the join the Lucas thing that's happening. Oh, Lollapalooza. Yeah, yeah, Lollapalooza. I I heard the name earlier, but I'm not good with like names sometimes. So yeah. my bad. But for something like that, if they ask you to perform there, does that do you approach that differently cuz you know like like industry people are there or do you just, you know, how would you approach that? Yeah, I mean, it depends on like the set list time and whatnot. Like if I only get one song, it's going to be clairvoyance. If I get two songs, yeah, that's where it's like, okay, am I going to do clairvoyance and then like yeah, totally what would switch be a, up the vibe? What yeah, would be a second song? Yeah, that's a good question. It's like if you would, if you and uh, Jay Miller were there, I would do Family Recipe, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Family yeah. Recipe is really good. Well, so we actually got this track called "Bag with Me" that's gonna come out, and like honestly, like me and Jay Miller got some fucking fire. Like between next time and Bag with Me, like if we could run a duo set, like that shit would go crazy. That, and the the promo you guys did for the 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 porta potty thing. Bro, that shit was so fucking. That dude, was good. That guy who came up with that. Dog? Okay, so it was it was like a kind of a collective effort, right? So like I'm like we're we're trying to figure out something to do. I'm like, bro, what if you like, oh, uh, did something like you came busting out the porta potty, and then Tommy was like, yeah, you come busting out the porta potty. And you're like, yo, I got some shit dropping, and so like there's That's like, a bar in itself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, and then all of a sudden I was like, well, what if I came up and I like there's, knocked on it and then you like Tommy kicked Joe. it and then you like kicked it open at me and I like pretend like I got hit and shit. Who told him to put the cigarette in his mouth? Because that was fire. Oh yeah, too. that was that, that was, was fire. I think it it might have been me. I was like, yeah, come out. <coughs> well, yeah, uh, <laughs> I was like, come out, fucking hitting the cigarette, or he might have came up with it. Uh, but um, yeah, as soon as I was like, yeah, you kicked that shit open. And he did a practice kick, right? He, like, practice kicked it, and the shit was, like, it wasn't that hard. And, he, and, so, and then he was wearing a bucket hat and a bucket. Bro, like, the whole thing uh, that was fucking genius, dog. Bro. He dude. was wearing a bucket and a bucket. Dude, come on. Dude. <laughs> oh, you, dude. You couldn't have planned it out better. Like, it was truly incredible. But, dude, so he, I like, like you does... I like You two together, bro, keep it going, dog. Like, that stuff fucking, like, pumps me up. Bro, bro. that's that's my protege right yeah. there. That's my protege. Like, we got told by somebody, uh, thou that shall not be named, uh, said, yo, you know, you need to work with my dude, Jay Miller. And I was like, yeah, bro, like, I'm definitely down. And then as soon as me and him met, we had, like, similar, like, inspirations. We just so happened to, like, write to the same fucking instrumental, like, when when we were like first writing like it was uh aston martin music i love that instrumental dude bro it, like that was like our first fucking instrumental that we both wrote to and like i don't know man i really do look at him like a little a little brother you know and we have such a good blend together and yeah i mean it works every time well, we fucking man. make a song together it's a banger too so it's like dude and keep and I, I i would does he get mad when you i don't know if he gets mad or not but does he get mad when you call him your protege no actually it was i i just like randomly said that once and uh he actually told me he was like you know if anybody said that about me i would take that the wrong way but because it's you like he really does respect me bro like like i mean obviously i don't want to like blow up his spot or nothing but like he does give me a lot of respect every time i see him 
you know and uh that's why i really fuck with him too because it ain't just like fake bro like he's told me like that's how like the inspiration of like footwork like that's like a bar in phoenix which is like the first track off of my album pivot spin or watch the footwork pivot spin move slam it down i go berserk like and so like the footwork bar you know he like you've been blowing my mind this whole episode dude. you know what i mean like bro, maybe it's the wheat pan like, i don't calculated. know it's the the prickly pear i don't dude, know what it is but you been blowing my some mind fucking bro. magic happening bro that dude uh, honestly bro shout out to you because that i fuck with that so much because i put when it comes to rap dustin i know i fucking annoy you too when it comes like me sending this guy but i'll send him like battle rap bars like every day dude <laughs> Yeah, you I told asked me this guy, about Every that, single yeah. day I'm sending him battle He's trying bars. to work on the pen, dude. Yeah, and I'm like, Justin, I got to work, bro. I got to work on it. And uh, that kind of stuff, that just means he's dedicated to the craft. Facts, Like, dude. his project name is a bar from your from your project? Yeah. Your song Phoenix, and then, like, the, the bucket in the bucket. And, like, dude, that, I just like people who, who really love the craft because that, I respect that dog. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. he uh, he definitely like did a really good first impression with me, and uh, he hasn't he hasn't really let me down when it comes to um, like his aspirations. You know what I mean? Like he definitely wants more out of it than just to be like popular. Like he wants to be the goat. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's what you should be like. You're like, I want to be the best. Yeah, and not just him. not just number wise, like respect wise. Like I want people to think I'm a dope performer. I want people to think I'm a dope writer, a dope rapper. Like and not just on some like whatever shit like that's why i'm in it bro like you guys are pumping me up done dude yeah honest to god i love that show dude he's a he's a great kid he's a great kid um obviously you know kind of reminds me of a oh go ahead oh i was i was he's just like i'm I'm gonna blow his spot up and just let him know he's the luckiest motherfucker that's 21 22 years old because He's got some great dudes that he's fucking connected with and uh he know, he recognizes that that's why i got a lot of respect for him you know he he knows the uh the learning curve that he's getting to skip right now yeah. like whenever i was 21 22 i was getting fucked over by, by promoters i was getting ran up the like ran up the ass on the bill at the studio like all the time like people were just like finessing me bro and like giving me false like support bro just because they knew i was going to keep coming up to the studio whatever it was fucked up you know so now i'm actually connected with a lot of like really cool artists like including you like I, everybody that i work with and like do content with and make music with oh, it's I fucking, not with, I fucking it's love not you guys, with bro. anybody bro yeah. it's not with anybody that i don't genuinely fuck with like yeah, i fucking love you guys dude yeah me too man I, i'm super grateful for everybody in this circle like for hey, real i wish <clears throat> i do wish me and dustin went out more and like you know but it's whatever dude i gotta work on my anxiety hey man i, I, don't, I, I mean, don't i hope it doesn't come across as like i'm like a. I know some people might think that but i, I really just have like super big anxiety yeah no dude and I, as i get I, older i'm like oh, i don't maybe i shouldn't go out tonight but i, I gotta stop that bro because like the, you know what i mean but yeah i can't it, it, and i mean it, it, everybody's been fucking so put back to because of the fucking last two years like everybody's gotten worse like i i'm so bad that i i can't even really, i'm the worst show goer i'm the worst show goer dude i'll hang out in the back like uh like unless it's like my homies performing i'm in the fucking back dude like yeah or I'm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think that's a bad thing in my opinion bro you ask tommy she hates going to shows with me I'm like in such a fucking bad mood until uh -huh. either I perform or one of my friends is well, performing. Well, it's because like, like I feel like as an artist, you just like 
that just means you care bro like if you really are an artist right and you sat there and said i'm you're not doing that there might be something wrong dude yeah like to it's say you're be genuinely good... like i'm just i'm 24 7 happy and ready to do this like i don't think so bro like yeah you there's probably something inside you that's like i don't want to mess up i gotta recite this well yeah and it's less that it's more just the fucking yeah sitting through shit you don't want to sit through bro and like yeah terrible planning and whatnot like always dealing with other promoter shit like anytime i have my own show it's usually pretty chill it's usually pretty chill but yeah dealing with other people's shit like you show up to the venue they're like oh yeah sound checks at six and then you don't perform until fucking midnight yeah i fucking hate shit like, <laughs> like what am i That's supposed to do like for six out. hours dude like not get drunk like i'm definitely gonna get kind of drunk and i might fuck up but who cares you shouldn't have made me wait six hours at the venue don't make me perform drunk I'm to, i told you he started mosh pit dude. you you i said his name earlier but you and uh jay miller you guys kind of remind me of a uh, joiner lucas and eminem a little bit joiner lucas well because like they're like that isn't like joiner lucas and eminem like that's like his nah no are, are you the talking way, about royce well no because joiner joiner kind of like rides for eminem like a lot like in like the respect level there the work ethic they have together oh okay it kind of reminded me of like something like that where like he's in it for the respect mm. and and the glory and oh, not like, I'm what eminem, the other rappers do he's yeah like joiner like the younger ver- okay. yeah like yeah, he's yeah. he's not in it for what other rappers are in it for he's in it for like the bars the respect the craft yeah. of rap like it, so you could tell dude yeah you can fucking tell joiner is a shit bro i fuck with joiner Mm. I, I really like him. which we brought up the Lollapalooza thing earlier which yeah. thank you guys because I fucking forgot that name I but he's not he doesn't want to perform there anymore which they did put his name on the flyer like super small dude yeah it no, was I actually think it's hella funny when they do that kind of stuff I mean it is but like when you're <laughs> you know what I mean like MGK's wasn't right isn't that what the problem was like well MG- no like festival headlines and and well not headlines festival flyers in general they have like the most popular artists and like a big name because that's who you want to draw the uh, and they're usually headlining the night yeah they, like, that's who you want to draw your audience spot. from right mm-hmm. you know you, you know, you're gonna have like future drake travis scott the biggest name because you want people to see that name and then the tears underneath there and smaller names and he's just mad that his name was so is mgk than... performing there as like the the rock mgk or the rap mgk probably the rock and so and I know Joyner was calling him a goofy and, and all that stuff. Like, I, yeah, Joyner was going off on he was, him, bro. On I mean, it's, it's the politics, too, of why I kind of don't fuck with certain things about the music industry and the podcast industry. It's literally the politics of it. Yeah. It, I, to me... I but, like, Lollapalooza isn't, like, strictly hip-hop, like... Is it? It could be anything. Well, do you think he said that because of the past beef with Eminem and MGK? Like that kind of remind like I think that's why he did it, bro. Like I'm not a, you're not about to have his name above mine and my name's smaller and we've already done killed this guy in rap. Why is he that's what I thought this was coming from. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I think it, it could be trickled down from that, but also like Joyner could just feel like he, he ain't getting his fucking flowers, you know what I mean? Like I mean obviously he has been killing it for a long time and he has been putting up the numbers, but yeah at the same time bro like you know how many fucking artists are on that bill that are all big like technically all of them are big artists you know what i mean so it's like i i hope it doesn't get to a point 
in any adventure I try to do or like that stuff. I would be excited just to be on that list. Yeah, as let alone my name small. You, unless like unless they're like, oh, everybody's name in this this font size isn't getting paid. <laughs> or something. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah. not strictly hip hop. There's Metallica, Dua Lipa, Green Day, Glass Animal. Oh, oh yeah, they yeah, got I Dua Lipa. Bro, they got decks. fucking Green Day, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm actually, I don't know why. Manchester I'm Orchestra. There's, it's not just hip hop. The Manchester Orchestra. And can you imagine be, if they were beefing? The Manchester and, Orchestra was beefing with. Fucking... In his defense, bro, MGK has like <clears throat> he's the, the past like two albums. I think he's as our number one bigger, album. He's so. the bigger artist, bro. I'm sorry, yeah. like not the better rapper. That's debatable, but the oh, bigger yeah, artist is sure. MGK, dude. Definitely, yeah. I think that, and and also because MGK is like such a fucking big name right now, it could just be to stir some shit up. I mean, in the, it, like what in do they the call rap, it? Uh, when you, when you do shit, a political stunt or whatever, like, oh, let me just start a fire real quick, like, right before the show, and maybe yeah, maybe I'll get some more attention to my shit, you know what I mean? Start a beef with somebody bigger than you. They should have just put his name in, like, extra big letters. So yeah, because it's the same font as Doja Cat, Lil Baby, and J. Cole. And Doja Cat is, uh, is arguably one of the biggest artists right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, She's, like, why is Doja not... Yeah, and J. Cole. Is like, and Lil Baby, which is probably like the biggest hip hop artist out right now. And yeah, Lil they have Baby. MGK on the same thing as that. But like I said, his last rock album went number one. So Okay, so to me, that just sounds like you just don't like MGK then. It's not because that there's other artists that, you know, he didn't attack anybody else. Yeah, that's it's what literally I, just like I so think your, it's them your and theory. Them. Yeah, that's what I was just about. To, yeah, your theory might be right just because you can piggyback off of it and then, yeah, get some attention from it and. And bro, honestly, it's not it's not that like MGK can't rap either. So the whole it's debatable who's the better rapper, but that to me just I don't know, bro. Um, I, I'm not saying that I disagree with that, but it's yeah, that didn't come across as something that I would do. I would be happy just to be on it. Yeah. But maybe that's why he would say that's why you're not famous yet, and that's why you're not a, a big name. So who knows, dude? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, MGK's also been in the game longer too, though. So it's like you got to respect people who've been on longer than you too like i'm pretty sure mgk's been popping longer than joiner didn't joiner pop whenever i said like 10 plus years yeah MGK, wild boy right? came out when we were like in high school still yeah, yeah exactly and then joiner just got on whenever like Lil pump got famous because he did the fucking Lil pump remix or whatever right and that would like put him on you know I think not... lucas got famous off the he might have been making music beforehand but i think he blew up off the the racist shit the, the, oh yeah that made him like a pop star but he um, did that fucking the little pump uh remix i think i know what you're talking about i'm, yeah, not, I'm not gonna gang. lie to you guys i'm not really yeah a gucci big... gang yeah he did the gucci gang remix and that shit just went fucking astronomical for him so like yeah like i kind of put him on the spot but that was recent bro that was like in like the last at least like eight years he's probably been on versus yeah mgk was doing tracks with fucking wiz khalifa bro when wiz khalifa Wait, was the that's hottest a big shit name. Out. he's still a big name in my in, in my opinion wiz khalifa is still a big name and you, he's not big as he used to be yeah no, like he uh, but you say played. wiz khalifa bro that's like to us maybe not yeah, to not to like the a, new kids not to but like an 18 year old wiz, wiz khalifa is our snoop dog bro yeah what do you mean? Like, yeah he's yeah. our snoop dog bro i mean he was making fire songs dude that's oh not, yeah definitely his prime was fucking incredible it seems like uh, a lot of rappers too are starting to like soil like and when i say soil maybe i'm not using the correct word but they seem to place themselves at a place they might not be like join a lucas um yeah uh, nikki we're, we were gonna talk about nikki but nikki like those type of people just seem to like 
maybe they over bet on themselves a little bit here. And like, you know, because you don't, you're right. You don't see Wiz Khalifa coming out and like, I used to be the one, I used to be the top guy and no one can make songs about weed unless it's through me. And like, why do I, 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 I that's another part of the politics I don't like. Yeah, I just don't like the maybe, politics, bro. Maybe it's like, because Wiz is just smoking good weed, enjoying himself versus like, I mean, Joyner's always fucking on Adderall, dude, ADHD. Like, he's probably always pissed the fuck off. That's <laughs> why I'm focused. It's like, dude, like. Yeah, it's probably just like drug of choice. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and you're, you 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 mentioned something earlier that he was uh, maybe it's just straight up like, hey, I sh- my name shouldn't be that small on that on that flyer. But if no, nah, it for what, sure should, bro. I think I think Jonah Lucas is like hella good. I'm not like I'm a fan of his, but like he's not relevant in the grand scheme of music. Yeah, in my not, opinion, not next to, to the, the people above him. Yeah, because you were talking about Doja and all that. Like, like I'm sorry, bro. And, like yeah, yeah you're like, not that big. And it's not that we're saying that he's not a better rapper. Like, yeah, exactly. That's one of the things I hate about rapper. I know, I, but like I said, Lollapalooza doesn't base well, their their font sizing off of how good you are. I'll it's just your jump, audience you can I'll pull. jump right into this, bro. Like, that's one of the most annoying things about the whole Nicki Minaj debate. Literally. Like, any time I've debated anybody about it or talked to anybody about it, um, they'll be like, oh, but what about Snow... What's her name? Snow the product. Oh, yeah. She's 50. Yeah. I, okay, so I won't debate that one because, yeah, she is, right? There's a reason why she has a big fan. Or when you say, hey, Nikki, I feel like Nikki's to go. Oh, what about Lil' Kim? Or what about... They'll try to, like, put somebody up there that, like, is just known for strictly rapping. Yeah, what about Flo Millie? And, yeah, what about Flo... And I'm not and saying... Rhapsody. I, I don't... <laughs> I don't want... I guess it comes across as, like, hating, I guess. But, like, bro, like, it, I hate when people do that, too. No, popularity plays That's, a big part. I had a debate with somebody, I won't say her name, but we, because I don't know if she wants me to say her name, but we had like this huge debate about Nikki recently. And uh, she was mentioning people like Lil' Kim and all that stuff. I'm like, hey, look, yes, Lil' Kim did come before her, but you, I don't know how you feel about this. So I'm going to ask you in a second, but you can't put Lil' Kim, in my opinion, when it comes, she's not better than Nicki Minaj, but I'm sorry. I'll just say it. She's not, dude. Hey, call me what you want, but I, I just don't think so, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, can respect it, Kim for what she's done. Yeah, and her place in hip hop history will never be touched. Like she literally is a pioneer for female rappers, pioneer for hip hop in general. Like she, she was alive during the the the, the notorious B.I.G. era. Like, bro, part of that crew. Like that's legendary. Yeah, but when we're talking about like who could be the goat, bro, like then uh, that's when that that annoys me is when people will say like, oh, but what about Snow the product? What about? Lil B Mama from from East Compton. I'm like, bro, c- can we stop? Sorry, like, can we stop trying to like put these people? Like, it's not that not in my opinion, it's not close. Sorry, especially for people who don't write down shit. I, I think the I think the goat and the goat site like the goat is always like a cycle. You know what I mean? Like like Lil Kim to everybody like 35 and older is the goat. Yeah, and then everybody from probably twenty three to like thirty, like Nikki's Jordan probably like the goat. Yeah, exactly the same thing. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, you ask your uncle who's the goat in basketball, Jordan. It's like nah, it's fucking you it's know. Dude. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like there's there's always this cycle. So like I'll always think Nikki's the goat because I grew up in high school like November eighteenth and like all that shit. Like you know. It, it was just a great time and she was well there wasn't it. really female rappers doing it like that yeah she evolved she, the, she evolved the rap sound for females like took them to like this new age 
like street and pop set like fusion you know like she she, she did it she did it right you know she I was fucking a pioneer because like the Lil kim had her moment then Lil kim fell off and then since then there wasn't like a female superstar i would say missy her. missy elliott you could argue missy elliott was i think the she was like between... more like like pop hip-hop though right? do you consider missy rap like a rapper or what do you consider missy because i don't want to like no she uh, pro- yeah, she probably was a rapper but she was more yeah. of like the dance club you yeah, know. she's still like I guess in the discussion. Like people would definitely consider in like the discussion for like greatest female rappers. Yeah, she. Yeah, I, I would. Like you're not gonna see. You know, like 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 monster. You're not gonna see Missy Elliott on like a monster song. I was just gonna bring that up. So part of the debate with this person that I'm talking about, I brought out monster. I said Lil Kim doesn't have a monster. Right. Uh, fucking Cardi B, Meg the Meg the Stallion. None of these. And no offense, ladies, but you don't have a monster verse. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, it's uh, the song by Kanye. The so, song is called Monster. So Jay Z, Kanye, uh, Rick Ross, and Nicki are on the song, and Nicki arguably destroyed those three. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So no, she she to the point where Kanye didn't want her on that song because like Kanye. <laughs> so yeah, I I get that what you're album saying. was yeah. like Kanye's like. Uh, you can arguably say it's his best album, right? And he knew that when before he he was while he was making it. So he said like, if I put this verse on here, it's gonna outshine my like the vision of what I'm trying to like. You know, <laughs> he didn't want it to outshine him. So like, he was like, she had to like beg to, for him to keep that on. That's like the best verse she's ever rapped. That's yeah. so when we bring up the debate, bro. These other people have not done that. Yeah. You get, so and Fast. a lot of name that comes through is Eric, Erica Badu. She's she's uh, Lauren Hill. Like again, those people, their place in hip hop is solidified, bro. You can't touch those statuses. I mean, I just went to the the Museum of Pop Culture in Seattle, where they have like a huge rap section, and the rap section you get to walk through and like see all these big names and stuff, and it was super cool, you know. But come on, bro. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about this debate, but. Yeah, I, I mean, I know, yeah, you, no, you raised a good, thing. you, yeah, you raised a good point though with that like monster verse, because yeah, I can't think of, I don't know if it's lack of like availability, like who's hitting up Cardi B, or I guess she was on like a track with fucking Quavo and Nicki, Motorsport, yeah, but they, Motorsport, but, but Nicki yeah, didn't but, even want that to happen, right? Like, didn't yeah. Nicki like they had to beg Nicki to like keep Cardi on because her and Cardi weren't no, like no, friends so, at the time, so they were making that song. Nikki had a line where she says, "If Cardi's the QB, then I'm Nick Lombardi." Cardi didn't like that because it's like you know, <laughs> oh, if, if you're the QB, I'm the coach. Yeah, like she, they they made Nikki change that line. So if Nikki's like, "Hey, if I'm changing she... the line, just take me off," and then they ended up like, but it's you know, coming though, to like, like a what's the what's the word? Cardi compromise. Fi- a compromise. They came to a compromise where like they you know, the song ended up getting made, but that's kind of why the because she. Like, I would feel some type of way if you guys are trying to compare Cardi to me if I'm Nikki. Cardi doesn't write her own stuff, bro. Like, that's a well-known thing, right? You're trying to compare someone who doesn't write and doesn't isn't really a rapper to me. Sorry, and like it, it goes into... I wanted to talk about a quote with you guys the from The Dark Knight. It kind of goes into that because Nikki is starting to become what people perceive as the hip-hop villain. Yeah. You die a hero... Or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah. Yeah, I think that happens with, like, every artist that lives long enough. You know what I mean? Like, like Pac and Biggie are the perfect example. They'll live in history, like, to this day. 
they're still known as like the in the top whatever but it's oh, like yeah. where would they be if they were 50 years old like tech nine right now would they be in the conversation would they be yeah in the same like position as like somebody like tech or would they be like snoop like still on top of the world or would snoop even be relevant like would he still have that legacy to be able to tell all the stories of when they were around like but i think snoop dogg is like now that you mention that i think he's at the like the respected level he's at because he hasn't became a villain like you know snoop dogg didn't like shit on wiz khalifa they collaborated hella and yeah made him the next snoop dogg he like passed the torch Facts. gracefully yeah snoop, she's yeah, becoming a villain any beefs. she's becoming the villain because she's like gatekeeping the fuck out of like female rappers and but uh, is she wrong for that i mean not really well i, I guess, guess for for people like snoop dogg they're never in the discussion for like this like top lyrical like pay like you know what i mean I like think he's it's because just he the, like, right though right like snoop dogg has notoriously said that there's other people who have written for him oh i thought he just freestyles everything like i know for i don't want to like i guess i'll well, well you guys can look it up easily but i swear bro i thought i've read that like snoop dogg doesn't really like a hundred percent write his own material huh well you looked it up Dustin, please so i'm not looking like a fucking idiot <laughs> yeah sorry and, and i'm not even shitting on snoop i, I, I love snoop oh yeah though. i love snoop too uh, bro. complete legend yeah i yeah. salute bro because like honestly like you've he, been able to he sustain. is an anomaly he is an anomaly you know to like but i don't think he's like enjoyed as much so in a sense like you don't you don't die necessarily here because it's like he's probably not getting as many record sales. Do you think he's uh, like he's? I feel like he's grown more from just a rapper. He's like a yeah, you're right. He's like an entity. Mm-hmm. You know, he's more than just. Well, yeah, they that that's well. I mean, so it says that he admitted to having ghostwriters, but it was on like more recent projects. Mm. So like his so younger like it, stuff could it, have been yeah, him. which. Okay. I think a lot of people kind of do that. Like, um, they're like Dr. first for sure. couple albums, yeah. they'll like put their everything into it. And then once they just blow the fuck up, it can become, become famous. They become more of like a, a personality or a, an image. Well, that yeah, they and, just, and you might be so fucking busy. It's yeah. like, Oh, like you were just on tour for six months. Now, uh, before you kick off again in a year, you need another album and they need to be fire so, so they just like bring songs to out, you yeah that, that's what reference tracks are yeah. all about well, like, like nikki for sure right so nikki <clears throat> she's already a part of an industry that's male dominated okay so you already had to work 10 times harder than certain artists that's a fact there could be people who dispute that that's that's not that's a fact in my opinion then once she gets there right now all these other new people could just it's kind of like I kind of related to what you said earlier with, about, the, with Jay so Miller. So you don't you don't think Nikki had pretty privilege though? Well, she I mean, like she's, she's way fucking hotter than Queen Latifah. Oh, for sure. I mean, Queen Latifah's still a banger. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. She's like, a dope she's, ass yeah. rapper. You know well, what I mean? La- but like, like Nikki, hey, she yo, was you get, need a king. Nikki was on like T-shirts whenever I was in like middle school, bro. Like dudes were coming to. Maybe like, Nikki's mad about so- okay. <clears throat> it's something you said earlier, okay, with the with Jay Miller, how he's skipping certain. Yeah, like she got signed by fucking Lil Wayne, dude. Boom. Maybe she's mad that she had to do all this stuff to get to where she's at, but these newer female rappers aren't. They're getting to, they're skipping. Oh, yeah. They're skipping certain paths to get to where they think they can, like, like, they can even talk to her about being the the That's the evolution of humans. I guess the fucking evolution of I could actually see her saying that about, like, Doja Cat. Like, I could see, like, Nikki being, this is just my speculation. Like, hey, you got famous off some TikTok songs. We're not the same. I am a cow 
or whatever. Yeah, so like I could see her like, hey, you're not me. Your TikTok. But, yeah, I don't even know if Doja would go down in history as like a top rapper. But Doja doesn't like when people what talk mean? like that though. Doja says she has a pen. I've seen her tweet that before, like, hey, don't sleep on my pen. Like I really write that I really write. I, I like mean, that, Doja. That though. Taco Bell pizza song is pretty gas, bro. She went in. She said I Taco mean, Bell. I've never heard that. Yeah, she I did the Taco, Taco Bell, Bell pizza. Yeah, the Mexican pizza song. Yeah. I mean Doja, I, I love her because when I first heard of her and Justin showed me the Moo song. She was making her own beats, producing her own stuff, writing her own stuff. I liked, I love that, dude. Yeah. Especially when, like, the female rappers have a stigma where they don't write and, you know, the whole, I don't know, but I could, it, the, the Nikki thing for sure, though, I can see why she'd be mad. All these other female rappers are kind of just skipping certain, like, paths that you have to take to become the GOAT. And then now they get to just say, well, me and Nikki. No, there's no me and Nikki. They have, like, one album out. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's, like... Like there's other female like Meg the Stallion's one of one of them in my opinion. Well, didn't Nikki just unfollow her? Which I don't care about that shit, by the way. <laughs> I don't care when people I know people are like Rihanna unfollowed Meg the Stallion. Like, yeah, how about Drake no. unfollowed Rihanna? Yeah. They said Drake unfollowed her too. He did. Yeah, and I was like, no, he unfollowed uh well that too, but he unfollowed uh Meg and I was like, Okay, who cares? But it all goes back to, like, maybe they know something we don't know type shit. So, I don't know, bro. The, it, w to go back to the quote, though, I was watching The Dark Knight, and I hear that quote. I've heard some rappers say that in the actual song. And I wanted to ask you about the quote in itself, because I know we were just talking about, like, rappers with the quote. But the quote in itself, do you feel like that could apply to you? Because I know it applies to me. Because I feel like if I keep... If I let like public backlash on certain things I say get to me, I don't want to become the villain that I'm fighting against. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's a matter of like where your focus is at. You know what I mean? Like if you feed into that shit, then yeah, you'll become like this dude full of like resentment and like, why are people out to get me and all that shit versus yeah. Like, you know, don't, don't villainize yourself. You know what I mean? Focus mm -hmm. on like the good shit that you do and just continue to be the hero for other people that actually fuck with you. So it's like, yeah, whatever the, per the public will perceive you based on like what you give them. Right. So like, like just to backtrack on like the Nikki thing, if Nikki's going out in public and being like, yo, you don't get to say that shit. Like I'm the fucking best. Like she's villainizing herself. Cause she's like going at people's necks, but like, she has millions of followers and who like think the she's the most goat. success in the world. Yeah, she doesn't need she doesn't need to prove that. You know what I mean? Like no she does she has no business going on Twitter and like or wherever the fuck and like throwing shots at people. It's like, bro, yeah, people know like, you're the best like and you know that like, I consider you the queen, Nikki. If you, I don't know cuz there's chances these people might see this stuff. Bro. Bro, but he, yeah, he's, he's the fucking goat. Fiddy's right, bro. You don't, you don't. I feel like Nikki, girl. You don't even gotta do none of that. We know you're the goat. Like you don't gotta, just you don't gotta defend it for us. Bro, just cheer yourself on, and that's it. Like here, be 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 the hero for yourself and your peoples. And then yeah, like as soon as you villainize yourself, like 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 today, I like tweeted out. I was like, man, I try to stay humble, but I'm gonna be real. Like I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm fucking dope at making music, but I didn't have to be like, yo, what the fuck's going on with this cat? getting on this fucking shit i mean like i i i almost did that you know wanted to call a couple people mm -hmm. out on my instagram because i didn't get booked for certain shows where it's like a local festival goes on and then jay fitty's not on the bill like 
you know, I could get, you should start. I could get really fucking mad about that, but instead I use that as fuel to keep booking rhythm and rhymes. I'm like, why am I so mad that nobody's giving me a shot if I can literally just fucking email the venue myself and book my own show? That's who I am. So it's like, you know, it's the same thing. I, I don't need to villainize myself because I did, but I don't need to. Instead, I changed my energy and I just became the hero for my crew and for all my people as I started doing all the booking my own shit substation skylark twice your like, own. bro and is there the police right outside or the fire department <laughs> yeah, I guess first hell's angels now <laughs> like someone has tree on them <laughs> Dude, yeah they know uh so tezudit had shared a picture right it was a it was a picture of uh, a bunch of rappers from this area and they were like hard you know and animated and it looked cool right there was a lot of people commenting on the thing. Where am I at? Why am I not on there, bro? You missed me. Oh, you talking about the? Uh, that was probably the like mediums collective fucking showcase of greatness or whatever. And like to me, bro, I'm like, hey, if you complain that you're not on this list, one, work harder, and two, who gives a fuck if you're not on that list? Yeah. So actually, that's what happened. So that's whenever I realized I villainized myself because I had uh, Marshall, Marshall Hugh. He uh, posted on his story. He was like, yo, if you think you deserve this, like. Uh, and you're mad well then do something about it and you know i messaged him i was like yeah man i'm gonna keep it a buck i'm one of the hardest working motherfuckers in this city the fact that nobody is hitting me up and being like yo you should be part of the show is fucking bullshit like like i'm like people need to start fucking looking at me like i'm fucking somebody bro like this is you know and i got mad and uh that the switch flicked i was like you know what like and it's not on some fuck you shit but it's like, if you're not going to book me, I'm no longer looking your direction. Like, I'm not. Like, so yeah, because you're not looking my direction, I'm no longer looking your direction, bro. I'm tired of being people's fans. And they don't even... And they, they act like you don't exist. But it's like, I'm matching or outworking you in all this shit. And so it was like, all of a sudden the gear started spinning. It was like, okay, time to time to make people have to look my way. Because now rhythm and rhymes is going to be the top, the top place you're going to want to get booked with. And you're going to, hey, you one, it kind of proves that like you'd have like a, I don't want to come across as like I'm somebody with a fragile ego, but you're right, bro. There's been times where I've wanted to do that with things that we do to send like, I, why not? Two years in now? Why can't we say the similar things that what he's saying, you know, with like music? Why can't we say similar things like that? But if we did, we're like cocky and we're bro, our it'll egos turn people are off, it's a bro. bunch of different it, factors. It, like, it, turns, it turns people off and I get it. It's the entitlement, bro. And that was yeah. the, I never made that connection. And to, that's why shit started like turning for me. I was like, why am I getting mad at these people for not booking me? They're, they don't have to. They don't have to. They can just book their cousins. So their cousins that just started rapping yesterday. That just means that they don't wanted to, bro. That just means they don't pay attention to the scene as close. Or even if they do, like, I mean, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like, I noticed that, and I started playing by my rules too. Like, like all of rhythm and rhymes now. I don't look for the top talent in the city. Why would I? I'm gonna put on gifted youngsters. I'm gonna put on Melo 15. I'm gonna put on Amante Cruz. I'm gonna put on people that I believe in. Because because at the end of the day. Why would I? Why would I just look for top talent? I did that before, bro. On uh, one of the rhythm and rhymes, I don't know if I should say his name. I probably won't. Um, but there's this dude. I don't follow him no more. I booked him 
for uh, the Columbia City Theater. This was right before the pandemic hit. I paid this dude. He charged me $300 to book him. He's got like 11K in Seattle. And uh, I was a fan of his, you know. And so I'm like, yo, you, you want to come out and headline? He's like, no, nah, I'll do a special guest spot. Bro, he like didn't, he never posted about it. I hate that shit. Never dude. posted about it. Like didn't show up until five minutes before you're supposed to go on. Like a whole bunch of bullshit, bro. I was like, I can't believe I just like looked for top talent like that I was a fan of and then got treated like my event was like nothing to them, bro. And hey. so it was like, why he doesn't believe in me. Why am I looking at all these people putting them on pedestals? For no fucking reason, bro. There is no reason. Like, and if like, you go I public believe, with that, then you're the bad guy. Yeah, right? exactly. So when you look in the mirror in the day, you just tell yourself you're the shit and you go out and you fucking do it. You know what I mean? There's no reason to like try and get this external uh, exception or external uh, reassurance from anybody. Like, You know you're working your ass off. I know I'm working my ass off. I'm writing all the time. I'm putting out two songs a month. You know, the people that support me are cheering me the fuck on and i noticed that you know so like as soon as you shift your focus to all this stuff that you're missing out you of course you're gonna feel lack because you're focused on the lack but like both of us have a lot of full things to look at you know like we're our schedules full and we have shit to look forward to most people don't even have like a hobby that they like you know so like or a life that they like, or let alone a fucking hobby, bro. So like, we we got a lot of full of fullness to focus on, and so like, we got to be mindful and uh, not focus on the lack, man. Like, as soon as you villainize yourself, bro, you'll never be the hero to anybody, you know. So I've been uh, I've been struggling with that lately, man, because um, I've been getting a lot of pushback recently on segments that I've done. The I do the. I think it's going to be my swan song and I'm really proud of it. The shrug segment where like everybody knows stuff's wrong and we look at things that are wrong and we're just like, hmm, hmm. And yeah, I got a lot of pushback on the, the livable wage segment I did. I got a pushback on the racist ant segment I did. And um, I can see myself becoming like this person who's like, that's why I don't really like, like to, I'll just admit it, but I don't really like looking at my comment section anymore on TikTok, especially. Yeah. Because it's just full of, like, people who, like, like you know, I'll say straight up, like, hey, this person said the hardy or N-word. And then they'll try to come on and, like, like attack me. And they'll try to, like, justify people like her saying that stuff. Remember that one time, Justin, they were like, oh, you're putting your family at danger? It's like, oh, but she wasn't putting our family at danger by saying that word. Yeah. She, oh, but I'm putting our family at danger. Bro, when you talk sense to fucking idiots, it'll just come off, like it's like dr like dribble dude they're like what are you talking about it's like yeah because you're a fucking idiot dude like there's no talking sense into people who think a lot that of people way. like that it's scary man like I, I i it's made me not want to like talk about certain things anymore bro well i mean like think about it like if i see a video like that like of course i'm not gonna go in there and defend it because i have sense you know what i'm like i'll like the video and then move on because i'm like yeah Andrew's right, but a fucking idiot's gonna be like, "Oh, I'm gonna fight this." You know what I mean? So like, no, yeah, but it's, I, it's so just but I'm like, not against someone's like uh, saying I'm wrong. Yeah, these guys aren't saying that. They're, like, you know the livable wage thing I've been doing a son. I'll have people legit like, "Hey, the guy who flips burgers doesn't deserve to have a livable wage," but I still want to go into his establishment and order food from him. Insane. And you have a lot of people 
who are like, yeah, this guy knows nothing about inflation or economics. So this guy knows it's like, hey, I, all I know is that we all deserve to have fun. And, and while we're here. Yeah. It, it, all the fake things that you guys have invented doesn't matter because we all deserve to have a good life. And the guy who flips your burgers deserves to be able to pay his bills and have fun on the side. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you really think that guy doesn't, bro, that says a lot about you as a person, and I don't really want you around me. Yeah, that's some, that's some like, really privileged shit. Like, beyond privilege. I don't even know how, like, you get to that point. Like, I, I've had a pretty good upbringing. I even know that that shit's, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but there's people who legit think like that, bro. It's, like, it's... It's pretty sad, yeah. Like, I, you have a very strong, like like point with just like man why why are people so okay with like letting their moral compass just not exist you know what i mean as it's a like, collective too it's not just i think as a collective it's worse because i brought off before we started filming i was talking about cigarettes and how we all know cigarettes kill you we we hear the statistics we we hear it we know it but we all collectively like hmm, whatever let's just go buy them and I've smoked cigarettes before, so I'm not shitting on people who smoke cigarettes. If that's you, that's your business. But it's like Bro. alcohol too. And it, and it's even it's in. I think it's even worse. Like it, it's not as bad among humans. Like obviously, it's like I understand why people like the natural, like the regular human would want to smoke cigarettes or drink alcohol or whatever vice it is to escape this fucking weird life that we live in. But it's the people who actually like are in charge of taxes and like the most money in this world where it's like oh like the planet is gonna fucking die if we don't do something about it and then they just sit around and don't do anything about Nothing. it and so that's this that's the weirdest shit to me like i could give a fuck less if like my like i i was on mushrooms once bro mm -hmm. and uh I, I fucking went up to my mom while she was sleeping and woke her up and told her to not smoke cigarettes anymore. And she just like looked me in the face and she was like, you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can imagine as a kid on fucking mushrooms, I was like, oh, yeah, if my mom can say that to me, like nobody's going to fucking stop. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, you know, the average human, I can understand why we do dumb shit, but the, like the people who run this planet, they don't care. I don't think they care about us, dog. I, I, it starts, too, with, like, like I noticed that if we can't control what happens in our household, right, and then we can't control what happens in our families, what makes me think I have any fucking chance out in this real world, bro? Like, um, there's stuff that happens. I won't say stuff, but, like, there's stuff that happens in this family alone, my family, that I can't control. Yeah. And it bugs me. And it's the shrug segment. Like, why are we all shrugging? Like, why are we just go, hmm, that, that's cool, right? And if I can't control that, and I expect to go into this real world and tell everybody, yeah. hey, there's homeless people. People are dying. People are hungry. We should do something. No, that's lazy, bro. They should go get a job. Oh, you don't like flipping burgers and making 12 an hour? Go get a different job. But that's like, that's really being dishonest towards people because not everybody can do that. Yeah. And who's going to fucking flip your burger while you... Well, everybody else... What if everybody wanted to get a better job? Who's flipping your burger then? Yeah. Exactly, dude. Like, who's flipping your burger and delivering it to you through Uber? Like, you you did both. And neither of them deserve a fucking living wage? That's what they like, say. But, they you, say but you live off of it. You live off of their service, but they can't live. It's like the Matrix, like, too, bro. Like, weird. We, we see this happening. Everybody kind of just falls in line with it. And then we did... It sucks being woke, bro. It sucks. 
yeah. I don't know if you feel like that, but it is. Well, sucks, yeah, man. I mean, and that's where I came to like this point where it, it's so overwhelming that he, like I hit this fucking my breakthrough and I don't know. I don't know if this is a breakthrough or a fallout, <laughs> like a spiritual breakthrough or a spiritual fallout, dude. I got to this point where I became so aware of all this crazy shit that's going on that I was just like milks milked it all away and i was like i'm only gonna write music and do shit that makes me happy i'm not watching the fucking news i'm not listening to any of your garbage i'm not because life is such a fucking trip nothing makes sense that it's like if you try to figure any of it out you're gonna be so lost in your fucking head you're not gonna get anything done and you're gonna have a horrible time do shit that makes you happy. Find a hobby that fucking makes you feel good. Do something productive. Feel good about yourself. And let the rest of the shit just happen, bro. Because otherwise, like, you're just going to drive yourself insane. And that's what I did, bro. I was on this high, flying, like, oh, I'm vegan. I'm a fucking, I'm going out. I'm protest. I'm doing all this shit. I'm going to make a difference. And then you realize, like, it takes so much more than that. And most people aren't going to follow your footsteps. So, like, do shit for yourself. Like, like be good in the world f- with your own actions. And then, like, other people can either see you do that and then, like, reciprocate. But, like, getting all preachy, getting all fucking thinking that you're going to, like, change the world, that the snap of a finger is going to drive you crazy, bro. Like, It's hard to follow. That's that, something you need to hear. Yeah. It's, fo- it's hard to follow what he just said. But that is... It- to before we end the show it's hard to follow you you killed it by the way (laughs) he's right though i needed to hear that because i want to let the people who watched this show or just in me in general whoever like i won't stop doing this type of stuff right like i'm going to continue pushing pushing the narrative of of opening our minds more i'm gonna push the uncomfortable topics i'm gonna push the stuff like livable wage and um bettering humanity trying to spread love and positivity and fun and comedy and there there's going to be stuff that i say that isn't right i'm not right 100 percent of the time right but you know that when it's coming from me i'm not trying to i'm trying to like what is the word fuck i'm trying to like spread like just people being free thinkers yeah like awareness man bring awareness to things and if like the livable wage segment if that doesn't work for you cool move on from it okay but like it is weird to say that like hey andrew wants everybody to be equal andrew wants everybody to have a good life then no we're gonna and i'll always fight against that no so like it, the the podcast did start off as like a comedy podcast which i still try to incorporate that kind of stuff but yeah it, you i feel like i'd be doing myself a disservice against the people we're fighting against if i don't keep pushing like I'm hey, willing man, to die for a certain thing, bro. bro. You, you're a multi. You gotta think about this. You're a multi-dimensional being, man. There's so many parts to you. Like everything, you're just expressing. You know, just continue yeah. to express yourself, bro. Like that's that's your happiness. It's coming on here and just speaking your mind. So just do that. You know, you have good intentions. You know, so like any you you know anything that you decide to talk about, you know, it's for good purpose, bro. You know, just just believe in your fucking in your path, bro. This shit is dope. What you got going on is really cool, bro, and you're doing a great. Hey, you're doing a great job, bro. This fucking episode 50 is fucking. This is a banger, bro, and and what you guys are doing over here is totally worth your time. 
you guys are making a difference bro you, you guys yeah. will continue to do that i don't i don't want to run too long but this is like stuff that like i'm super proud of too because one like <clears throat> i don't have kids yet but he does and i love those guys with like as if they were my own kids and i want them to grow up and be like hey like if something was to happen to me like i want them to be able to watch this stuff and be like oh damn my uncle was cool like my uncle was able to like talk about things that people are uncomfortable with and like my oh wow dad you guys really did stuff like this like you you know like i don't want them to grow up in a world where like i think it's cool to do like the the ant robot way of living i want them to grow up around people who are like hey dream chase your stuff do you be happy spread love like i want them to grow up, grow up around people who are aren't affected by like this system so when justin you come over here every week man that's what we're aiming for bro we're trying to we're trying to i'm trying to set a good example for the people who are watching me and him absolutely which man. is uh, the kids in this family they're watching us yeah we have to set a good example and like yeah, i'm man. not about to sit here and like not not be us bro whether yeah. it was the podcast whether it's the music whether you were just like into fucking putting puzzles together bro as long as you're showing them that there's a way to like have fun and have purpose that's all that matters i agree hey thanks man thanks for coming on again bro the, the hour flew by by the way it's probably more than an hour <laughs> but it flew by i always have a blast when you come over hey man yeah shout out to my boys andrew mellow feeding and my boy <laughs> justin <laughs> we out here Man, fucking... And I wanted to make a bar about your friend, too. Like, hey, don't take Miller Light. You know, like, Miller Light. Uh, <laughs> <come on. laughs> hey, you must be drunk if you take Miller, Miller Light. Light. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, you must that's be a... drunk if you take Miller Light. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, hey, bro, hey. hey, that's a Put that on a bar, shirt. boy. Put that on a shirt, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Till next time, guys. Peace. Shee, shee.